yeah. makes sense. So you have, you have to do this every year? I do that every year. So, um, what is your name? My name is Jerome Green. Uh, I'm president of Shore College. And you're a doctor, right? I am actually, I'm a lawyer. A lawyer, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and an ordained uh, Methodist uh, minister. Uh, I mean, I do have an honorary uh, doctorate, and I guess a JD is a doctorate. You know, and in the in the world of academe, nobody pays you any attention unless they talk, unless they're saying doctor. Uh, <laughs> That's true. And uh, so, uh, I accept that and uh, and uh, and move on. So you say you 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 a lawyer? Um, what what did you practice? I practiced uh, commercial uh, transactions and litigation. Oh, okay, okay. For maybe uh, thirty years in Little Rock and Washington D.C. Are you originally from Arkansas? No, I'm not. Where are you from? I'm from Alabama. Okay. A little town just outside of Birmingham. Okay. I've been to Birmingham a couple times. It's a nice place. It's hot though. It is indeed hot, but I've, I've been in Arkansas for, I've, I've spent more time in Arkansas than I've spent in Alabama or any place else. I went to graduate school at Ohio State University, and when I graduated from uh, Ohio State, uh, I was recruited to uh, Arkansas to work at the University of Arkansas Time Block. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> During those formative years, uh, uh, when UAPB was uh, uh, somewhat fledgling following its merger into the University of Arkansas Time Block, mm. into the University of Arkansas system, uh, from being an independent, uh, historically black uh, institution named Arkansas Union College. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, so I. You know, so that was really, uh, you know, great experience for me uh, to uh, to work in a leadership position at the top of the, of the of the food chain in the organization with the president, with the chancellor, uh, uh, in a developing institution situation. Experiences that he needed me to have in order to prepare me for what he would have me do later. Um, so I uh, got married, uh, went to law school, and uh, left high and uh, worked in law enforcement, politics, and so forth for almost 30 years. Really? Felt the call to ministry, uh, began to work in ministry with the Anglican Church, and eventually decided that I wanted to. Seven years uh, and consulted, government consulted for them. And in 2012, uh, the Shorter College Board of 
reinvigorate Shorter College, and made me the president. And uh, they knew me because I had been here. And uh, I then, I, of course, I was committed to the church, and I felt that it was an opportunity that God had given me to make uh, a major contribution to our people. And so I accepted the challenge and came back uh, to Arkansas in 2012 to be president of Shorter College. Which had been essentially closed for yes. 14 years. As I was going to say, 2012, Short College was kind of mostly in shambles. There, there was nothing here. It had been, Short College had been without accreditation, without students, without federal funding from 1998 to 2012. Mm. Uh, so that's 14 years. Uh, essentially, it was dormant. You know, I found, I found. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no students, no faculty, uh, nothing on a mission. Uh, but we did have uh, accreditation, candidacy status, which meant that we had the opportunity to get federal funds away okay. and to uh, and for students to get financial aid and so on. So we started with, with sticks and string. Fifty students that first fall, uh, and so I prayed for a hundred uh, in <laughs> January, but got two hundred. Oh, that's even, that's even better. And uh, the following fall, we had three hundred. Mm. <coughs> and the next year, we had four hundred. <laughs> so how many how many students can so, actually go here? Uh, I, I think we I think we were seven thousand students. Oh, okay. Uh, right now, short as a commuter. And of course, we have uh, we have a couple, right right last fall this this past spring, our enrollment was 535. Okay. Uh, now about 200 of those um, are off campus because we have uh, we were one of the schools that was selected by the Department of Education to engage in what's known as the Second Chance Pell Experimental Program. All right. Uh, well, you know, uh, in recent years. There has been a recognition that mass incarceration in the United States yes. is a problem. Yes. Uh, and it's also been recognized that uh, if you put them in prison and warehouse them and don't do anything with them but that and let them out, that, uh, that they'll probably be going back. Yes. And uh, the bright minds of our economists also began to figure out that the United States economy was harmed by the lack of productive uh, uh, persons in our society. Mm. And so uh, uh, the Obama uh, Department of Education uh, elected to address this re-entry mass incarceration situation by creating a special program of an experimental nature that will last from three to five years, where persons, adults who are incarcerated but nearing release, could uh, work on college education and degrees and have their education paid for with Pell Grant. Gotcha. Uh, now, the 1994 crime bill prevents that. Yes. Uh, but the 
but under its experimental authority, the Department of Education can waive that for purposes of doing an experiment to see what will happen. And so we are in the third year now of that experiment, and they selected 69 institutions across the country. Shorter College is one of those. three HBCUs that got selected in the process. Uh, but because we were selected, we are we have five off-campus sites uh, across the state of Arkansas at uh, penal institutions where we essentially operate satellite campuses uh, and serve about, uh, and enroll about 50 students at each uh, site. Uh, and so this coming December, coming November, we're going to have our first graduation. Uh, How many people graduate? I understand we have about 25 people who graduate. Okay. Uh, so we, uh, so we, I just had a meeting on that about a week last week. Congratulations. And so, <laughs> and so I think that that will be a big deal. Uh, I, I expect to make it a big deal. Yes. Um, that we will do that. Uh, but, but the statistics show that for every year of post-secondary education, you know, beyond high school, that a person has, the likelihood of them becoming a convicted felon or becoming a repeat offender if they've already been one goes down by about 20%. I didn't know that. So that uh, if you can give them some education, uh, you got them all the way through five years, then you get to zero recidivism. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we're a two-year institution uh, uh, and uh, offer associate degrees. So, in our program, that we we um, don't serve anybody who is who has more time to serve than five years. Okay. And um, oh, well, at least five years before release, they could have been there longer. So, but we believe that uh, that uh, that we are going to be able to make a major contribution to our society by being able to pick up uh, these people. And of course, that's what our mission is. Our mission is not to open admission institutions to uh, uh, to uh, make education available to the masses. talented kids, kids, they'll take care of themselves. True, true. <coughs> but Pee Wee and Pookie, and <laughs> they need help. They need some sisters and help. They, they need somebody who understands them, who's not afraid of them, who doesn't believe that they ought to be stuck in a position of impossibility. So we try to, uh, to create an environment of nurturing uh, and quality education can move ordinary people mm. from a position of impossibility to one of possibility. So do you help them with like job placement? We, we, yes, we, and of course, we're still in, 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 in an evolving situation, but that is certainly part of our overall plan to, um, to develop placement services so that we can get them. Well, not only job placement, but my objective is Every student uh, will have early placement in the workforce through internships okay. or 
or something uh, like that because that's really how you get a job. Yes. Uh, if 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 you come out and you have never seen the workplace, uh, <laughs> the, those, people, those people are really not interested in you. Who they're interested in is somebody who can come and fit into their organization, yes. has some understanding of work ethics, can operate in that kind of environment, has um, uh, have been socialized uh, to to be able to operate in a mainstream environment. So the the there's a lot of work to do. Yes. Um, and so we are a long way from from um, being where we want to be in terms of um, doing the work. But we are on the way and we know what needs to be done and we know what uh, to do. We just need uh, 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 people like yourself to tell our story, and we need people and institutions. And, uh, so you need like a business partner. We need money. money. <laughs> we need money. We need people. We need funding. Okay. Well, we're private. We don't get a dime from the state. Oh, okay. No, College is a private institution. So we live and die uh, on tu- tuition. So like so let's let's talk about that. In if you had a magic pen, how much money do you need to make it make your dreams in the in the in the impact of the change that you want? Oh well, you know, I I, I mean I hate to sound ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 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 but uh, millions. Millions? Millions. Like a hundred million? Oh, a hundred million would be quite would be quite the <laughs> uh, But uh, no, I, I I think if 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 fifty million. Fifty million. Uh, the, I mean, here, here's a couple of things. Let, let me just just talk about things that people don't think about when they are thinking about institutions uh, because they it, they take it for granted when you're talking about. Having an endowment, yes, you, you know. Uh, but so, uh, actually, you said you need a hundred million in an endowment <laughs> <laughs> to to truly be uh, strong, okay. to truly be strong. But uh, uh, an institution, and what you hope it makes you never have to touch that. That that money, but that money can generate interest that can be used uh, for scholarships and help you in other ways.
let's kind of talk because I, I know that when I talk to business people, they have no idea how to start an endowment. Do they? Because they, they they just well, see themselves well, as not. Well, that's a legal thing. So yeah. yeah. And if, uh, an endowment is not something that that the average person really uh, needs to be thinking about. Um, uh, I mean, institutions like ours uh, need endowments. Uh, people who are philanthropists. Take wealth and share it or redistribute it. Uh, institutions like ours need endowments uh, so that we can have a source of wealth that we don't have to worry about spending. You're not trying to live on that. You have that uh, as a source of security that uh, you can live in perpetuity because no matter what happens in the economy, when it's a shambles, your endowment can see you through bounce back takes place. So like, okay, can a collection of businesses form an endowment? Sure they could. Because like from... A, a, a business by itself can form an endowment. If you've got money to put in an endowment. Yeah. Uh, probably every major corporation uh, that's like a Fortune 500 corporation has some type of foundation uh, that they Excess uh, profits in uh, that uh, that they use to reduce their their tax uh, uh, consequences. Okay. So I, I was doing my research for like launching this paper, and I found out there's like 419,000 African Americans in the state of Arkansas. And when I was sitting here just thinking, if like the average African American made twenty-five thousand dollars, that's over ten million dollars. Well, let's go, let, let me just tell you something more simple than that. Um, how many how many black people can say four hundred nineteen thousand? Okay, just 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 imagine if if everybody gave one dollar a year, mm. one dollar that would create a pool of half a million dollars mm. annually that could be. <laughs> That's just if everybody did. Yeah. One dollar a year. Less than ten cents a month. <laughs> yeah. If, ever, if, 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 if you determine that there's almost half a million black people in Arkansas, if, if, though, if they put a dollar a year into a pool, that would create a source of wealth of half a million dollars every year. And then we could fund programs that need to be funded. You could fund. You could. Surprised that we haven't even tried to try to do that collectively. Well, you may be the one. <laughs> I will try. <laughs> I definitely will try. <laughs> oh, now there's something else I wanted. You said that you was you got the calling to be a minister. Yeah. Um. How did that? Like, how uh, did you know? How, how you know? did that feel? <laughs> yeah. How did that feel? Well, I've been asked that question a lot of times, and uh, the only answer that I can say is that you know. 
let's uh, let's uh, use a, uh, an analogy. Have you ever been someplace and there was a telephone and you were getting ready? <laughs> okay, I get you. <laughs> so everywhere you go, you just hear it. <laughs> so did you always want to be an educator? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't want to be an educator. I wanted to make money. Okay. Um, um, I uh, I uh, evolved. everybody like tell me a quick like resilient story something that you know they got over in, the, in their life what would be yours well you know I'm black <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> if you're from Alabama you got to get over that <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, growing up in the town that I grew up in um, uh, no you know, I mean, I've had a lot of challenges uh, in my life. Um, I don't, I don't have a, a, a near-death story or, or a major tragedy story, but I think uh, it often makes for well. You don't have to be a major because, like, major tragedy for you. I mean, it may be major tragedy for somebody else. You know, it's not like tragedy for you, maybe a major tragedy. Because, like, because I, I found that, you know, that, you know, us, our people, or just people in general, always get to the point where they're 80% and they won't be ready to quit when they just 20% left for the victory line. Well, you know, uh, and, and, and I guess uh, just to take it further, is, uh, is I was blessed. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I I knew that I was going to embrace faith in God if I was going to live there. And 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 I knew that uh, I had to embrace it in the ethic. Mm. Uh, if, if 
Well, how about you said you you did um, uh, commercial litigation and you also messed with politics? You never caught the politics bug and you wanted to run for something? No, well, not really. And uh, and when you get involved in politics, you also learn that that's uh, that that's a blood sport. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, you know, uh, I, you know I, I work with, I have a bunch of folks, I never really had the vision to, to be an elected official. Um, let's see. What challenges are is Short College kind of facing right now? Uh, Short College uh, needs to have its story told. And that's, uh, that, that's the number one challenge is number two challenge is money always uh, but the number one challenge is, is for sure to have the story told so I'm glad that, that you thought it I mean, I, I, I grew up here, I grew up up a pipe, and I would drive by Shore College, and I had friends over here, and I always just thought that, you know, if if Shore College <coughs> actually thrived, the community thrived, because then we have, we'll have, like, less crime and less issues if people are more educated and actually have a point instead of just trying to rob from poor Parker, right. poor Peter. True. happening uh, and I think that is primarily because the need for what we are doing is so great that we have been able to uh, uh, to revitalize the institution uh, uh, what we have and I'm uh, grateful uh, to God uh, that he uh, allowed me to be the one uh, <laughs> to, uh, to be here Um, so kind of, so like you know, in, in twenty eighteen, you always hear about you know um, automation and how computers just kind of kind of taking over and stuff like that. How is short college helping prepare people? Well, that's one of the well, STEM is one of the areas that we uh, are moving into, uh, and uh, so I'm uh, hoping that uh, we will be able to uh, to develop. Like uh, something else that I see that you know is a big push. At least I'm I'm making a big push. Is um, do you have like partnerships with like trade schools? Because you know we need more electricians. And yeah, but like but uh, no, we're not trying to do that. Okay. So, I mean, we're not trying to do that. Gotcha. And uh, you know, uh, the state has trade schools. Uh, we can't outstate the state. Uh, what we can do.
so that they can learn to think mm-hmm. and, uh, and can uh, be, and so the best skill you can give a person is the ability to learn. Yeah. Okay. Because whatever trade or vocation you may get, <coughs> technology is eventually going to outpace it. <laughs> yes. yes. And um, uh, so, uh, what a, so what you need to know how to do is think mm. and how to learn so that you can adapt to the to an evolving society. That's what an academic degree does, is teaches people how to how to think, hmm. how to learn. What's what's the most popular um, degree or you know associate degree that you're pushing out of short college? Well, the, believe it or not, I think our most popular degree is general studies. Uh, yes, I think I'm a popular degree in general studies. Trying to, we're a two-year institution, and people are looking for a pathway to get beyond. Okay. And so, because so many people, so many of our people start out with low ACT, low GPAs, low this, low that, uh, that uh, that uh, they couldn't go to ULR. Like, <laughs> That's true. They couldn't go to Fayetteville. But when they pass by here, when we finish with them, they'll go to ULR. Scholarship. Okay. So the short college is a stepping stone to your better future. Your Thank you for um, interview. And I can use this? Uh, yeah, you can use that. All right.